Hi, I'm Beth, and this is my podcast, A Friend in Your Ear. Friends are so important in our lives. They support us through the good and the bad, the ups and the downs. They give us the space to grow and the grace to fail. They are our biggest cheerleaders when we are our harshest critics. They are not just here for us, but they're here with us. And that's what this podcast is all about, being a friend in your ear. I'm a lawyer turned stylist and fashion blogger who built a successful styling business and now I work from home running an online business. I spend a lot of time reading books, listening to audiobooks and listening to podcasts. My favourite podcasts offer me advice, comfort, support, wisdom and fun when my real life friends are busy. And this is a place where I can take what I've learnt and deliver it in a way that hopefully makes your life easier, gives you something to ponder and brings a little joy to your day. Think of this as a chat with a friend, a place where you can come to reminisce for nostalgia, a giggle, and a place to find answers to something that might be bothering you. So whether you're out on a run or a walk, on the school run, being a taxi to your kids or grandkids, on a Zoom meeting with your microphone muted, or sitting with a glass of something cold in your hand, welcome to the A Friend in Your Ear podcast. I'm so excited to be here with you today talking about the divine feminine. This is a concept that I've come across fairly recently and the point of the podcast has always been to share with you things that I find, come across, new concepts, ideas, beliefs that I think might help to make your life a little bit easier too. And in all honesty, I cannot believe that I've reached my grand age of 53 years old And I've never really come across this before. Now, one of the ways that I started to come across this was by reading a book that I'm going to recommend to you called The Divine Feminine by Layla Moon. I found it on Amazon. It was really inexpensive, but it so details what the divine feminine is all about. Now, we have both masculine and feminine energy, and they don't have any connection to biological gender assignment. What they are, are the energies within us. And we have both of them. And they guide how we approach our daily lives and interact with everything and everyone around us. Now, we have grown up with a lot of masculine energy around us. And this isn't a criticism of anything to do with men. This is about masculine energy, which is very different to men. And we need both of them in our lives and in ourselves. And what we need is to have a balance between the two. Now, when I'm talking about masculine energy, what this is, is a very driven kind of energy, a drive to create lists, to succeed, to have more to do, more to be more. And along the way, what we have neglected, not intentionally, but just via the way that society is set up, is our feminine energy. And that's what I'm going to be talking about today, the divine feminine. Now, like I say, masculine energy and feminine energy live together. We need both. We're not saying that one is better than the other because actually we do really need both. Feminine energy is all about being. Masculine energy is all about doing. Let's talk about my mum as an example. So she saw that her friend Frida, who lives on her close, desperately needed more help. Now, quite often we get to the stage, if that's the being, I I acknowledge somebody needs help. There's something positive can be done, but it's the masculine energy. It's the doing that will make us do something positive about that. 
So what that looked like for my mum is going and visiting Frida, is getting onto her care line system so that she's the first port of call when Frida passes the button and needs some help. So that is an example of the feminine and the masculine energy working in perfect harmony together because we're seeing that someone needs help, we're showing compassion, we're showing kindness, which are all very feminine energy traits. But then we've got the masculine energy coming into play and going, okay, well, it's great seeing all of these things in life, but what are you actually going to do about it? Now, we have grown up with the pressure to keep doing more, to fill each moment with activity, and that is so acceptable in our society, almost like a badge of honour. And I was talking to a friend about this the other day, and she said, do you know what? When people ask me whether I'm busy, I'm just going to start saying no, because it almost feels sometimes there's a little bit of a competition to see who can be the busiest and who has the least time for themselves. And isn't that an amazing thing? Because it shows as a human being, I am achieving, I'm getting things done, I'm being the perfect wife, I'm being the perfect partner, daughter, whatever it may be. And this applies to men as well. So it's not just all about women. They can have a lot of female energy in them as well. And that can be out of balance. So there is this definite feeling within our society that to be busy, to have little time for ourselves, to be achieving, to be writing lists, to be ticking things off our lists is the way to go. And we emphasize busyness so much that it is almost as if everything we do has to have a goal. We can't just do it because we want to do it. Like if we go for a walk, it might be to get steps or to improve our cardiovascular activity. If we learn to play the piano, it might be so that we can take grades in it as opposed to do you know what? I'm just going to go for a walk because I want to go for a walk. Or I'm just going to tinker on the piano because I want to tinker on the piano. There quite often seems to be a goal involved and it becomes very much driven by this masculine energy of achieving, achieving, achieving. Our lives are a combination of the masculine and the feminine energy. So the masculine energy is the yang and the feminine energy is the yin. The masculine and feminine energies have to be in balance for us to experience the joy and the satisfaction that comes from living a really well-lived life. And by taking the time to understand and embrace the divine feminine, we give our authentic, and I don't use that in a social media type sense, but the genuine soul and being of who we are to be heard and understood and embraced. The aim of this is that we get to indulge in both the productive side of things and the restorative without feeling like we're losing or missing out on something. Now, I've been reading a book called The Divine Feminine by Layla Moon, and this is how she defines the divine feminine. She says, the divine feminine, in essence, is the restorative power that allows us to embrace who we really are devoid of all the action in our external environment. The divine feminine is the sacred energy within us that is believed to embody the qualities of softness and the expression of our internal selves. The expression of divine feminine in our lives is characterized by more instances of kindness, acceptance, gentleness, reflection, collaboration and compassion. The divine feminine doesn't rely on force to express its power, but rather it influences softly, bringing about transformation and creation with little fuss or moving parts. And I just think 
What an amazing definition of that. Now, I can imagine that if you are someone who is very much driven by the desire to make lists and tick things off and to achieve and to strive, you might think, oh, that's just a cop-out. That is just a way to let yourself off the hook so you can sit quietly in a corner and not do anything of any great significance. But actually, I've come to realise that the reverse is true and that when we take time to sit still and when we take time to shed the beliefs that we place upon ourselves or that others put on ourselves about needing to strive and achieve and to tick boxes, that is when we find so much more peace within ourselves and actually when we can make great strides forward. Embracing divine femininity is a dive into ourselves and it's an acceptance of the traits that the world has deemed weak. It's about finding out and believing wholeheartedly that there is power in resting, in being soft, in embracing and accepting others and in showing kindness when there seems to be so much coldness and detachment around. And it's this point about it being a very quiet kind of power. It's not a loud, extravagant, noisy, look at me kind of energy. It's a very quiet, grounding, inward looking energy that we build through our relationship with ourselves and rewriting the narrative that keeps us to force on moving when frankly, all we really need to do is to rest. As it is an energy, the divine feminine can express itself in lots and lots of different ways. But there are various traits that are expressed whenever the divine feminine energy starts to show itself in our lives. This happens when we grow out of the need to prove to the world that we are rational and strong and we can take the weight of the world on our shoulders. And we allow ourselves to settle a little bit into the bliss of our own selves. We begin to have different relationships with people. We relate to the world differently. We allow ourselves to feel joy and sometimes the pain. And what the divine feminine energy does is calls on us to focus on our healing and embrace all of our experiences without the mask of detachment. So let's dive into some of the traits which are considered to embrace the divine feminine. Now, one of them is our powerful intuition. And when we're younger, this is something that we feel quite strongly, but definitely as we get older, we step away from it and we start to ignore that gut instinct, the feeling of telling us when something is right or when something is wrong. And dropping into your divine feminine energy is all about really connecting back with your intuition and realizing how powerful it is and almost allowing it to guide you on the next steps in your life. Increased creativity is another trait and that thrives in freedom. So when we're really tired, when we're exhausted, when we're overwhelmed, when we are constantly on the move, when we're going from one task to the other, we just don't have that space to allow our creativity to come through. And you can see this in examples of when we do stop in life and suddenly you get creative bursts. Now, that might be just as you're falling asleep at night when you kind of switched off from the world. It might be when you're having a bath or a shower. So when you've switched off from the world, it might be when you're on holiday. So again, when you've switched off from the world, that is when all your creative instincts and your juices start to flow 
and you can get downloads of amazing ideas that you just wouldn't have had if you'd have been go, go, go the whole day long. And at heart, empathy is a really feminine and divine feminine trait. And when I use the word divine in all of this, don't think that it necessarily has anything to do with religion or something that's going to make you feel uncomfortable. Just think of it as a feminine energy. Putting ourselves in someone else's shoes can be really difficult, particularly when we are living in that go, go, go mentality. What happens when we're living like that is we can become really introspective and totally focused and wrapped up in what is happening in our own lives. But actually, when we take a step back, when we find time to breathe, when we time find to relax, when we find time to drop into our intuition, that's when we really tap into empathy as well. Forgiveness is another trait which symbolizes the divine feminine, whether that's of ourselves or of others. Let's talk about forgiving ourselves first. We can be so hard on ourselves and rather than extending to ourselves the compassion and the forgiveness and the kindness, all of which are embodied within the divine feminine, all of those traits that we might extend to somebody else if they've made a mistake, they've done something that ideally they wish they hadn't, they've said something they wish they hadn't. Rather than extending those same things to ourselves, all that we do instead is pick up a big stick and beat ourselves over the head with it. And the last thing that is going to motivate anyone to feel better about themselves is feeling like they're beating themselves up. Now, so far, I've talked quite a lot about the divine feminine. But when we become too focused on the divine feminine, we can fail to acknowledge the role of the divine masculine as well, which is just as important. The divine feminine and the divine masculine might be different, but they're really complementary. And we need both of them to attain balance in our existence. So I was talking to someone yesterday and she was saying, I live so much in my divine feminine that actually I really need that balance of the divine masculine. And what she meant by this was that she can be very creative. She can live a little bit away with the fairies. She goes off on a little, little world of her own of loveliness. But what she says she needs is some divine masculine energy to bring her back into not just having the creative ideas, but actually implementing them. So just in the same way that we can have the divine masculine, which is very driven and all about achieving and not having the space and the room to sit down and relax and to let the ideas flood and to listen to our intuition, the same can happen in reverse, which is why we need the balance of the two. The divine masculine is the energy within us that actually sparks us to take action, is present in us, it pushes us to act. And this is why the divine masculine and the divine feminine are complementary to one another. Now, it's not about achieving a 50-50 split. There are energies within us and they, they ebb and flow with one another, depending on what situation we might find ourselves in. So, for example, if we're in the situation of comforting somebody who is particularly upset, then we're going to be sitting with our divine feminine energy more because that's the compassion, the kindness, the understanding, the empathy, the sympathy. But then in other scenarios in life, we might find ourselves stepping more into the divine masculine energy. And a situation when this might arise is when we are going into battle on behalf of someone that we love very much. And we might find ourselves stepping into our divine masculine there far more than we ever would choose to naturally because we love someone so much. And that may make us do things and say things in their interests, which we perhaps wouldn't do for ourselves. I've recently seen 
what I think is a pretty good example of this, and it's a mum who I know of who has been fighting to get her daughter the right education because she's severely autistic. And over the years, I have watched as she has taken on every organisation. She's taken on the education system. She's taken on the legal system to get what her daughter needs and what is in her best interest. Now, if this was her own cause she was fighting, she may not have stepped into that divine masculine energy as much as she did for her daughter. And I'm just going to finish with this really good quote by Layla Moon at the end of her book in which she says, To sum this up, I have this simple statement. The divine feminine dreams and the divine masculine turns the dream into reality. If this is a concept that is new to you, I would really encourage you to dig deeper into it. I think that we get to a certain stage in our lives, and I'm not exactly sure what happens, but I've seen this in myself and in others, but that we start to search for something more. Maybe it's because we hit the menopause. Maybe it's simply an age-related thing. Maybe it's to do with those around us growing up if we've got children and moving on and a bit of the empty nest syndrome. Maybe it's just that we suddenly get a little bit more time on our hands. I don't know. But I'm very much finding, and this is what I'm wanting to share with you, different things that I'm trying as I'm getting that little bit older and I'm exploring different things to keep me grounded, to keep me balanced, to bring me joy, excitement and happiness as I move into this next phase of my life. And certainly the work that I've been doing around spirituality, around Reiki and learning how to do that, around divine feminine energy, around accessing my intuition, reading oracle cards have made such a massive difference to my life. And I'm really hoping that this is a space that I can share these things with you so that if there's anything that I say and you think, oh, that sounds interesting, I'm ready to dive a little bit deeper, then you can do that. And also you can come to me to ask any questions. And I'm really happy to point you in the direction of any resources which I have found useful as I go on this journey. And maybe it's one that we can go on together. If you'd like to come and say hi to me, you can do that on Instagram. I'm at Beth Goodrum. Or my website, I'm at bethgoodrum.com. I've got some retreats coming up in the new year, some day retreats. And then October next year, I'm running a residential retreat. These are all with a really good friend of mine, Mandy Reese, And we're working super hard just to bring you an amazing experience, which involves feeling supported, feeling loved, relaxation through really gentle yoga. So nothing challenging, energy healing, beautiful food. The retreats are called Set Fire to Your Shit. We have a real fire and during the course of the day, you can write things down, which at the end of the day we burn. So our intention is to create a space for you where you feel held and loved and supported in taking the steps forward that we're taking in our own lives and giving you a magical day or magical weekend to step off the world, to step into a slightly different world, which just allows you to look a little bit inwards, but in a really fun and lighthearted way, because we need to have joy and positive energy in these things as well. And to take time with nature, to take time to connect with your intuition and with yourself. And if you would like any more details on any of these things that I'm talking about, then please just come and find me either on Instagram or over at my website. And I'll be really, really happy to share more details with you. So in the meantime, I hope you found this helpful. I know it's something maybe slightly new to you, is fairly new to me, but I definitely think there is something in it and that we can all benefit 
from accessing our divine feminine energy in a way that we might not have thought about doing before. So with that said, I shall love you and leave you to go about your day. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you'd like to subscribe to the podcast, that would be amazing. And as you know, I love my stripe and stare knickers. I'm wearing them right now. I saw my stripe and stare body in the drawer this morning and it's getting a little bit chillier. And I was thinking, ho, time to get that on. So I should be getting that on soon. I had that last year and oh my goodness, it is so cosy. I have a discount code for Stripe and Stare, which is BGOOD20. So that's B-G-O-O-D-20. And you can get a 20% discount on all full-priced items. All right, then you take care. I'll be back with you again soon. Lots of love and bye for now. This is the place where I say all of the things which I should have said during the podcast episode, but which I forgot. So first of all, thank you so much for joining me today. I hope that you enjoyed the episode. If there's anything that you would like me to cover in future episodes, please just let me know. If there was anything that I mentioned and that you'd like more details about, whether it's a resource or a code for a product, just take a look in the show notes. I will be sure to have mentioned it there and if you would like to subscribe to the podcast so that you get notified as soon as future episodes are ready then please just hit the subscribe button now thanks so much once again have a super week and i will see you again soon bye for now